don't you put your hands together for Sean? Bless you, mate. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for a warm welcome. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? You guys doing all right down the front? How cool is this? A Sunday all about kids. Is this not the best church in the world? I love it well. Uh, my name is Sean W. Smith, and it's my great privilege and honor to be here. And I want to, uh, to thank the amazing team here at Catalyst. And I want to thank you for, uh, for allowing us to be here. Thank you for being a church that has a heart for family. And uh, my lovely wife, Rena, and our little boy, Tyson, we, uh, we, we have a great heart for building into the lives of children and, uh, and families. We're based in Adelaide. And uh, when we are not traversing through, uh, through schools and uh, kids' clubs and all kinds of things around the country, we call Adelaide home and uh, love to be involved in our local church. And can I just say that uh, we visit a lot of churches. And uh, this morning as I'm sitting here, I, I just couldn't help but sense... I just love, there's just a real warmth, a genuine sincerity of normal people. Who likes normal people? I like normal people. I don't like being fake. I don't like having to have everything all together. And that's what I loved about the whole baptism thing this morning. We're people, we're, we're figuring life out as we go. And that's the joy of it because we know someone who knows what they're doing. And his name is Jesus. And uh, so today we're going to have some fun. And uh, now, now Betsy has told me, on the side, that uh, the people at Catalyst here in the Ipswich area love to dance. Is this right? Is this right? This side, not so sure. These guys are pretty good. These guys are confident, so that's good. Uh, so we're going to do some songs today. It is a family morning, and uh, I'm 30 years old. I can't dance to save myself, so some of you are going to feel better about yourself when you see some of my dance moves. But we're going to come and celebrate our creator today. We're not coming to sing a Sean W. Smith song. We're not just coming to celebrate our kids. We're coming as a family to celebrate God's love for every one of us. And so we're going to do a song called Sing to the Lord. And uh, I need your help. It's got some simple actions. We're going to put the words up for you now. And it goes like this. You guys, you got to clap, clap, clap your hands, touch your feet, and then have a dance. Now, I got that from Dora the Explorer, okay? I've checked it out. If you don't know who Dora is, great show. Uh, and the chorus goes like this. It goes, sing to the Lord. And uh, you've got to go like this. It goes, woo, woo. Can you try that with me, Catalyst? One, two, three. Woo, woo. All right. And that comes from Thomas the Tank Engine. So uh, I kind of combine them all together. And the scriptural relevance for this actually comes from uh, when David says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And that's what we're going to do, celebrate our great king this morning. So will you stand with me, everybody, today? Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, let's dance, baby. One, two, you can clap if you want to. All right, put your hands together with me, Catalyst. Come on. All right, you ready, kids? Here we go. Come on. Gotta clap, clap, clap your hands and touch your feet. Now have a dance, clap, clap. Clap your hands and let's sing to the Lord. All right, let's try it again. Come on, you ready? Gotta clap, clap, clap your hands and touch your feet. Now have a dance. Clap, clap, clap your hands and let's sing to the Lord. All right, sing it with me. You ready? Sing to the Lord. Woo, woo. Sing to the Lord. Woo, woo. Sing to the Lord. Woo. Yeah, to the Lord Will I say clap, clap, clap your hands and touch your feet Now have a dance Clap, clap, clap your hands and let's sing to the Lord Alright, get ready for the next verse, here we go Gotta stamp, stamp, stamp your feet Yeah, touch your knees Now turn around, stamp Stamp, stamp your feet and let's sing to the Lord. All right, you ready? Here we go again. Gotta stamp, stamp, stamp your feet and touch your knees. Now turn around. Stamp, stamp, stamp your feet and let's sing to the Lord. All right, let's sing it out. Sing to the Lord. Woo, woo, yeah, to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Woo, woo, yeah, to the Lord. On, on, will I say, stamp, stamp, stamp. 
stamp your feet and touch your knees Now turn around, stamp, stamp, stamp your feet And let's sing to the Lord Alright, now girls and boys, I've got to confess to you I'm a little bit worried about this last verse uh, I'm mainly worried about some of the mums and dads uh, If you read the words, it says Jump up, touch the ground And then wave your hands up all around. Now, I'm pretty sure this could be the most exercise some of your mums and dads have done in a very long time. Uh, kids, do you think your mum and dad are cool enough to keep up with us? Oh, dear. Well, mums and dads, this is your opportunity to show that you've got some awesomeness hiding deep down some inside of you. So let's do it together. You ready? One, two, three. You gotta jump. Touch the ground, yeah. Wave your hands up all around. Jump up, touch the ground, and let's sing to the Lord. All right, one more time, you ready? Catch your breath. Gotta jump up, touch the ground, and wave your hands up all around. Jump up, touch the ground, and let's sing to the Lord. All right, sing it out. Come on, sing to the Lord. Yeah, to the Lord, woo, woo, sing to the Lord, woo, woo, yeah, to the Lord, on, will I say jump up, touch the ground, yeah, wave your hands up all around, jump up, touch the ground, and let's sing to the Lord, let's give God a great hand, thank you, Lord, that you are good, well done, you can have a seat. Tell the person next to you, you're on fire, baby. So, so good. Kids, I can see that some of you learned how to dance from your mum and dad because uh, there's some dance moves there I haven't seen for a while. That was good. But uh, hey, it's great to be here this morning. And uh, you know, uh, Rena and I, we've been, uh, we've been here on, in Queensland now for a week. We spent the last week uh, in, uh, on the Gold Coast, ministering in about uh, seven or six, six or seven schools. And uh, just did a big children's ministry conference yesterday. And uh, we're here for another three weeks. Actually going to go up as far as Townsville. And uh, going to spend some time just building into the amazing people here in Queensland. So thank you again for having us this morning. However, kids... We're going to do a song right now, and uh, we're going to do a song with you. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to, uh, to show your mum and dad that you guys know how to rock it. And you know what we're here to celebrate. We're here to celebrate this morning what I believe and who I believe is the most significant person that ever lived. I kind of think of him as a bit of a superhero. I'm into superheroes. Anyone like superheroes? I don't know about you. I grew up. I love them. I love a hero's ability to, by day... No one knows who he is. He has his disguise. By day, he's an ordinary man. But when? When help is needed. When anybody's in need, something comes out from a hero. A desire to help, to serve, to save, to sacrifice. And you know what? God did that for us when he sent his precious son to come and show us that God's great heart for us was so amazing. He came to live it out and show us that God loves us. His precious son, I think you know his name. It starts with the J to the E to the S to the U to the S. What does it spell? Jesus. And he is the savior of the world. So we're going to do a song, kids, and I need your help, okay? Now, this is going to be way too much energy for the mums and dads to, uh, we're going to let them sit and watch this, okay? But here's what we're going to do. You need to get two hands in front of you like a gorilla. You're the king of the jungle, all right? You're in the shower. No one else is looking. You guys like this. Hoo, oh, can you try that? One, two, three. Hoo, oh, very good. And it goes like this. Jesus is, can you do that? Jesus is the savior of, like this, the savior of. And then you've got a harness, like you're in a rock star, whatever you're into, you know, One Direction or whatever. And you go, this is my world. All right, something like that. I came up with that. Jesus is the savior of the world. And you spin around. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look for the most enthusiastic kid dancer down the front. And I'm going to give away a free Sean W. Smith album that are out in the resource area. I'm going to look for the most amazing dancer. You could be the worst dancer. I really don't care. Bust out any move you want. Follow along with me. We're going to do the actions. And the parents are going to help us and the adults by clapping along. So jump to your feet, kids. We're going to do this song called Savior of the World. And uh, it goes a little bit. 
just a little bit like this. All right, put your hands together. That's the way. Here we go. I said one, two, jump if you want to. Watch me, you ready? sit down. Wow, we got some great kids here today. Great kids and even some big kids sitting over there tapping their feet. Let me have a, let me have a go. I want to win the CD. You guys did very well. I was watching and uh, you know, there were some great dancers but there was someone who shone. They shone. We could see this person on Australia's Got No Talent with me one day. One day. And uh, he was sitting over here, good-looking man, very good-looking. His heart's beating faster as I'm walking towards him right now. You, sir, down the front, Mr. James, let me shake your hand. James, can I, where is James's mum or dad? Who bought them? Wow, oh yeah, I see, I see, there's the connection. Well, James, you make sure that you come over to, after church, you come and see me and you can come pick whatever you want. And I'll sign it for you. My autograph is worth about nine cents. So that's really going to help you out a lot. So uh, we're going to do a little song now. And uh, this song is about how wonderful our great God is. And you know, I, uh, I've discovered, I've grown up my life uh, following Jesus. I was raised in a, an amazing Christian home. Went to Christian school. And, uh, you know, kind of knew as much as you know, my parents could drum into me about how much God loves me. I, I, I went through all that. And, you know, it comes to a place where sometimes you can know everything and you can kind of get it and understand, yep, God loves me. He sent Jesus. And I was a sinner. I've messed up, but God really cares for me and made a way. And I know God's got good plans for me. But sometimes you can just take it for granted. 
Sometimes you can just kind of go, I'm just going to come to church. I'm just going to go to kids' church. A bit like I'm just going to go to work to earn the money. You, You lose your joy. You lose, why are we here this morning? Is it because we've got nothing better on a Sunday to do? Why are we here? And we remember, we have to remind ourselves that we, we forget how much God loves us. We forget that you, the Bible says, are the apple of God's eye. The most precious thing in the whole universe to God is not an amazing star. It's not a beautiful sunset. It's not the most amazing animal or anything or sight you can possibly see. It's you. Did you know I was reading through the book of Genesis at the start of the Bible? Has anyone read the book of Genesis before? Right? Okay, about 12 people. That's good. And, uh, and you know, at the very start, it tells, it tells the story of creation. And you know what I thought was interesting? God, on the first five days made some pretty spectacular things, right? He made the sun. That's a pretty amazing thing. It's what, 900 or 90,000 or whatever mile, million miles away. And who's ever been hot on a day here in Brisbane before? You've ever gone, whoa, it's hot today. Aren't you glad God didn't put the sun closer? Aren't you glad? God just got it right, didn't he? And you've looked up at you. I don't know if you've been camping. I went camping a couple of weeks ago in Victoria, laid out in my swag underneath the stars, and I, it was gazillions of stars. You ever seen that? You look up in this, you can't even count them. And I'm like, wow, that's unbelievable. I've been driving towards the beach and watched the sunset. Oh, man, have you seen the colors? It's orange. It's magnificent. And it takes my breath away. I'm like, whoa. And you know, when God made that, he looked at it. And he said, it's good. He said, it's good. But you know what he said when he made people? He said, it's very good. God saved the most precious thing to last. And that was you and I. So we're going to do a song today to celebrate him because he cares for you so much. So much. And this song's called God is Great. And uh, it's got some, uh, some really simple words and some really simple actions. And we're going to do it all together. And uh, so it goes like this. We'll put the words up so you can see. It goes, God is great and he's greatly to be praised. And then I need your help, Catalyst. We're going to go clap, 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 clap. Let's practice just for those who aren't in the habit of clapping. One, two, three. Clap, clap. Very, very good. All right. So we're going to stand together and we're going to start nice and slow so that everyone can keep up with us. And we're going to do this song as a reminder of God's great love. And, uh, you know, mums and dads and parents, you can stand with us too. Come join in. We're going to celebrate and worship God together through these songs. And uh, we're going to start slow and get a little faster and a little faster, okay? You ready? So sing with me. It's really easy. It goes like this. Well, God is great and He's greatly to be praised. Clap, 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 clap. Said God is great and He's greatly to be praised. Well, for there's nothing in the world that could ever take his place. God is great, and he's greatly to be praised. All right, now this is where it's going to get funky. We're going to do some amazing dance moves that I've come up with. So it goes like this. God is big, right? So go with me. God is big. And it goes, God is strong. Now, fellas, the chicks love it when we flex our muscles, all right? So show them what you got. God's big. God is strong. And he say, great, thumbs up, and then four claps. One, two, three, four. Okay. Now, um, just a, a quick message to the teenagers out there uh, and single people. Fellas, I know it's kind of a little, you know, weird to do the actions with the strange dude from Adelaide. I know there are some good-looking ladies here around. You don't want to ruin your image. But, you know, the chicks love guys that dance, right? So uh, you can learn something this morning, and uh, your wife in the future is going to love you for it. So uh, actions along with me. So big, strong, great, clap, 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 goes, there's nothing in the world, right, that could ever take his place. God is big, God is strong, he's so great. All right, so you ready to go with me? Here we go. God is big, God is strong, and he's so great. Clap, 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 said God is big. God is strong and he's so great. Well, for there's nothing in the world that could ever take his place. God is big, God is strong, and he's so great. Wow, that was unbelievable, Catalyst. Girls and boys, there were some mums and dads. Wow, they came up with their own 
brand new dance moves to my song. Can you believe it? Do you want to see what their dance moves were? Watch very carefully. It goes like this. Give them a big clap. That was great. Now, I, uh, I thought that might happen. So what I've done is I have taken the liberty to write you a very special song. It goes like this. I'm 36 and I'm just too hip, yeah, to do actions in public. Ooh, my friends might think that I was lame, might call me a funny name. Well, there's just no way that I can't be seen in public doing these kind of things. My image would be ruined, man. There's just no way to comprehend the damage that could well be done if Pastor saw me acting, acting like I was having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a clap. Hey. Woo. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, we are going to go a little bit faster and we're going to do these songs together. So I want you to sing with me. Let's join in together and let's do it as one. Are you ready? God is big. God is strong and he's so great. I said God is big. God is strong and he's so great. Wherefore, there's nothing in the world that could ever take his place. God is big. God is strong and he's so great. Right, now we're going to go faster. Are you ready? God is big. God is strong. He's so great. Said God is big. God is strong. He's so great. Well, for there's nothing in the world that should ever take his place. God is big and God is strong and he's so great. All right, here's what we're going to do. Last time, I know some people are just dying to sit down, but here's what we're going to do. Who's heard of Bear Grylls, Man vs. Wild? Okay. Here's my Bear Grylls challenge for you today. We're going to go big, strong, great. When it comes to the four claps at the end, one, two, three, four, and during the, during the verse, if you want to, I'm going to give you this challenge. Instead of going one, two, three, four, here's what you can do. One clap in front. One, two, three, clap, right? One, two, three, clap. Then clap under your leg. Clap. Some people are worried. Clap behind your back. Clap. And then back around the front. Clap. It's harder than it looks, but it's fun. One, two, three, four. Four. The best part about it is you can kick the person in the bottom in front of you if you don't like them. So uh, bless you in Jesus' name. All right, so you're ready to go. Here we go. God is big. God is strong. He said, go. Say, God is big. God is strong. He said, great. Well, for there's nothing in the world that could ever seek his place. God is big and God is strong and he's so great. Hey, give yourself a clap, Catalyst. God bless. You can have a seat. Great stuff. Well, we are going to uh, check out a little music video right now. One of the things we love to do is, uh, is make resources that take God's Word and put it into songs and help build into our kids' lives. And so uh, I think we've got that, that ready to go. And this is, a, uh, this is a, based off a true story about something that happened in my life and... Uh, Process of working through what do you do when your children are afraid? How do you help them work through that process of learning to trust God and learning to know that He's always with them? And so this song is about a little phase of my life where I was a little bit scared of the dark. And uh, I pray that it blesses you this morning. Check it out. It goes like this. scary in my room I don't know what I am going to do I think that I just saw a shadow move behind the door I think it's something that I've seen before I'm lying in my bed I'm petrified awake at there's something in my cupboard and it's giving me a fright I think it is the boogeyman who escaped from the zoo I call out for my daddy, cause he'll know what to do He said, there's no thing as the boogeyman you see The devil is a liar and he wants you to believe There's something very scary there, but he really knows The only thing in cupboards is your clothes, oh yeah Go back to sleep. Ha, silly me. 
When I try to go to sleep, I turned off all the lights, but then something touched my feet. Oh my, I think it is an alien underneath my bed. I called out for my mummy, and this is what she said. She said, there's no thing as aliens you see. The Lord has given you all of his authority. There's no need to be scared, for there's nothing under there, except for all your dirty underwear. Oh my, so please go back to sleep. Ah, feel me. Well, it happened later on, once again that night in bed. The devil tried to scare me, and he made me wet my bed. But I was not going to be afraid of him no more. I sat up in my bed and I said, The name's Buzz Lightyear and I come in pieces. Ooh, Buzz. Oh, stop it, Buzz. You're just a toy. Each sold separately. Batteries not included. Mm, no, that's not what I said. I sat up in my bed and I said, Get out of my door. I said, Just your word, chapter one. Awesome. The Lord will be with you until the end, no matter where you go. Isn't that a great promise that God has given us? No matter where you go, God is always with you. I have a question to ask you, Catalyst. Kids, are you ready? This is for you. I want you to put your hand up if you believe that your children are very precious to God. Kids, turn around and have a look. Almost everyone has got their hand up. That means that we, as a church, believe that you are of great value. Even though you might not have a job yet, even though you might not own your own car, you might not have a great speedboat, you might not have a house, you might not pay board, but you are still of great value to God. You know, there's an amazing verse in the Bible, and uh, it comes from the book of Psalm, chapter 127. It says that children are an inheritance from the Lord. They are a reward from him blessed is the man or woman whose quiver is filled with them and you know i read that verse before and uh before i had my own son i kind of sk- i kind of just skimmed over it and went oh that's a nice verse and when we had our little boy tyson he uh, about a year ago I, I came across this verse again children are an inheritance from the lord and you know what i truly discovered the joy that it must give god about the way he sees us. Because when I held my little boy for the first time, I've never, ever, ever experienced a joy like that in my life. I've never experienced a love like that in my life for someone who can't do anything for me. And I realized, you know, instead of leaving us with gold or silver or a house or money or whatever it is, God didn't choose to do that. The greatest reward that God could think to leave us was children. Have you thought about that? The greatest thing that God thought to leave you and I is kids. And, uh, and so this morning, we want to be a great family. We want to be great parents. We want our kids to stay connected in the house of God. Would you do me a favor? I want to do a little uh, something with you this morning. Would, would you stand with me this morning? Everyone, let's stand together. Please. Won't you do me a favor? If your birthday... If your birthday is in January, February, March, April, May, June, or July, sit down. I want you to have a look around. Did you know that studies show us that if everyone's standing up with the children in our children's church, that this many who are sitting down won't be following Jesus when they turn 21? Did you know that? 60% of kids that come to our kids' church will disconnect from God at some stage before they turn 21. And I don't know about you, but that broke my heart. And I thought, how sad 
to think that we started okay and something went wrong. And uh, this morning I want to share with you, you can take a seat. This morning I want to share with you uh, just some little keys that I've learned from my life and from God's word about building great families and building into our kids. Who wants their kids to follow Jesus? Come on, that's the greatest legacy that we can leave them. And uh, so I want to share a few things with you, but check it out. I was, uh, I was in Wollongong uh, about a couple of months ago, and uh, we were doing some ministry down there and playing at some schools, right? And, uh, and kids, you won't believe this, I, uh, I, I follow AFL. I don't know if you guys follow AFL here. Uh, okay, all right. I used to live in Caloundra, and I got picked on for following AFL. Uh, but uh, we, were in, we were in Wollongong, and everyone in Wollongong uh, seems to be into the NRL, right, into the rugby. And so I went for a walk uh, with my wife and my little boy, and we were walking down the beachfront, and I came to a little playground, and, uh, and there, was, there was a young boy, I reckon he, uh, he looked about two or three, and he was standing there with his grandparents playing with a rugby ball. And so, you know, being the big kid at heart that I am, I walked over to him, I said, hello, how are you going? What's your name? And he told me his name. And I said, oh, do you want to throw me the ball? And I was expecting him to kind of, you know, do a, you know, a little kid kind of pass. And I said, can you throw me the ball? He goes, yeah. And he stood back and he took a few steps back. And I'm like, gee, this kid's keen. And he held it in perfect rugby position and threw me the most outstanding spinning rugby pass I've seen in my life. And I stood, I said, whoa, you're really good. And as I started to talk with his grandparents, she told me, yeah, he's three. And she goes, he loves rugby. He loves rugby. And I'm like, wow, he's actually really good. She goes, he practices. He plays all the time. I said, how, how is it that he's so good? And she goes, well, his mum and dad are Canberra Raider crazy fans. They're members. They go to every game. They have rugby paraphernalia all over their house. They play rugby with him. They taught him from a young age and all he's grown up is seeing his mum and dad play rugby and watch rugby. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting that what this little boy saw at home, what this little boy heard his parents talk about at home, he grew to be passionate about. Isn't that amazing? That what your children see in you will often be what they connect with, will often fuel some of their passions and desires. And I thought, how wonderful would it be if our children saw that love for Christ, that love for serving one another in us. And that's the kind of dad that I want to be. I want my kid to love AFL. Don't get me wrong. I want my kid... I like Jesus. If my kid doesn't have rhythm and timing, I don't know what I'm going to do. I like music. Please, God, let him clap in time. But you know what? More than anything, I want my kids to follow Jesus. I want my kids to know that they're loved by him. And uh, it always amazes me when I hear people, uh, you know, chatting about things and they'll come to you and, and you might have experienced yourself when people see your kids and, and maybe you did the hard yards when you're young and you've got great kids and someone will go, you're so lucky, you've got great kids. And you're like, ha, lucky, did you see the sleepless nights that we had to get this? Or did you see what we had to go through for this? Or that we had to sit down and tutor him for three years to teach him how to read because he had a learning difficulty or whatever it is. Like, oh, you're so lucky you've got enough money to pay your bills. You're so lucky you paid your house off. And you know what? Sometime, at some place, a plan was put in motion to ensure there was a result. You know, we can't get lucky all of our life. Sometimes we've got to put things in place to make sure that we get what we're believing for, to get what we want to see. And I believe that as parents, we can do that with our children. And I believe as kids, you can do that with what God's given you, with the gifts that God's given you, rather than go, well, I don't know what to do with them. Begin to practice. Begin to use your gifts to serve and help other people. And God will begin to grow and do things in you. And, uh, and so I want to share with you four really quick points and then share a little bit of my testimony with you this morning about raising godly families. You know, um, first thing I want to share with you is this word vision. I love this word vision. We're going to put it up here on the screen for you. And kids, this is a really cool word to have a look at as it goes up. Check this out. You know, I believe that if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a purpose or a reason for doing something, you'll never accomplish it with greatness. 
even in parenting, raising your kids godly, even with kids at school, whatever you're doing, if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a purpose, you'll never achieve the fullness of what you could be. Look at this. Proverbs 22 verse 6 says, Train a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. And you know what? That doesn't just mean behavior, but that means training your child, you know what? To learn to, learn to love Jesus. Why? Why do, we, why do we come to church? Have you ever sit down and told, spoke with your children about why we come? Have you ever sat down and told your children why we, why we love one another when someone does something unkind to us? Do we talk about these things at home, around, at, around the table, at, in the car, wherever we are? We want to teach our children so that they will not depart from it when they get older. Second thing, I believe, is identity. And I believe that there's so many kids... As a, as a primary school teacher, I used to see it every day. Kids who don't know their place in life. Kids who come from a broken family, or even kids that come from a great family, but they don't know who they are. They don't know whose they are. They don't know that they are loved by God. Check this out. This is an amazing verse that Paul wrote in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. It says, the same Spirit, are you ready? The same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead now lives in you. That's pretty cool, hey? Did you know that? That when you invite Jesus into your heart, God puts his spirit in you. That spirit that says, nothing's impossible, nothing's too hard. It's to say that, you know what? You are God's. When God puts his, it's like God puts his little stamp on you and says, you're mine, you're my kid. And you gotta know that you are loved by God. Because you know what? There will be people, no matter how nice you are, and your mom and dad will be able to tell you, no matter how kind you are, no matter how generous you are, there will be some people in life who just don't like you, who just don't want to be your friend, no matter how kind you are. And if you're not careful, you can walk away feeling worthless at school. You can walk away feeling like you're no good. You can walk away feeling, why would anyone want to be my friend? Just because one person, maybe the most popular kid in your class, doesn't want to be your friend. And you kind of give them the power over you to say that, well, I am no good. But you know what you've got to remember? You say, that's okay. I can't make you like me. I can't make you be my best friend. I can't make my boss give me a pay rise. I can't make someone be my mate. But I know that I am loved unconditionally by God. And that sometimes takes a little while to sink in. But when you think about it, the Bible says God holds the universe in his hands. There's nothing that God can't do. How cool is it to have someone who nothing is impossible for is on your side? So identity. We teach our children, you are gods. Yes, we're your mom, we're your dad. We're going to do the best we can. But most of all, you're loved by God. The third thing, and I believe this is the most powerful, is the words that you speak, the power of the words you speak. And uh, there's an amazing verse uh, that speaks about this in the book of Proverbs, if we can put it up. It says, death and life are in the power of your tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Think about that. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. Parents, I want to talk to you for a second. Teenager, grandparents, the power of the words you speak will have a lasting effect with your children, with your grandkids, with your friends, with the people that you're around. Australian culture is very pull down one another, very have a joke, have a laugh, which is wonderful. But you know what? There's something to be said when it comes to our precious kids about the way that we speak. And I pray that you would be a people that would encourage your children and speak life. You know, when I started playing guitar, kids, I, I, I was terrible. I mean, I was really genuinely bad. I'd write what I thought was an amazing song, but it was really, really pretty bad. I'd go to my mum and dad and I'd play this great song, which wasn't even that great, now having been able to reflect on it. And you know what they would do? They wouldn't go, oh, that is just the worst song I've ever heard. They didn't say that to me, did they? What, did they? what do you think they did? They encouraged me. You know what? That's pretty good, Sean. I really like 
I really like the words that you've used. I really like the chords. You know, maybe you could, you, could, you could change this a little bit. But they would encourage me. That's great. And you know what my parents used to say? I remember this. You're going to do something great for God, Sean. God's going to use you. God is using you. You're precious to God. And over the course of a lifetime of doing that, not one day, it's going to take more than a week, I discover that I am valuable to God. It didn't happen overnight. But that helped me through stages in life where my friend said, Hey, Sean, come and get drunk and go to parties with us. Why don't you come and, and they, why don't you know what? Don't worry about doing your Christian stuff. Come and play in our pub band and let's go sing over here and do this. What is it that's, I'm not saying those things are right or wrong, but what is it that's going to hold your kids steadfast for God? It's going to be the words that you've spoken over them from when they're this age. It's going to help them when they're 15, when they're 17, when they're 21, and they've got to make hard choices because they're going to see it from you. I'm the fruit. I, my parents receive the fruit now of a great relationship with me because of what they invested in my life when I was young. So speak life. The last thing and the most amazing thing I believe is trust. To put your trust that you know what, as parents we can only do so much. The rest is up to God. Put your trust in Him. Commit your children to Him every day. There's a great verse in Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5 and 24. It says, The Lord is faithful and He will do it when you give it into His hands. Check it out. I want to share you a little testimony as we finish up about how these things have come to pass. You know, a few years ago, I was a school teacher and I used to teach year, year three and year four. Is anyone in year three, four here? Cool. And when I was a teacher, I used to write songs. I used to love hanging out with kids. I got to talk about Jesus and play music. I got to do the three things I loved. And one day, God put on my heart, God put on my heart that he wanted to use me with music to tell the love of Jesus to kids around Australia. And I was like, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. But God said this to me. God said, I want to make you, Sean. I was sitting in church just like this during one of the songs. And I felt God speak to me so clearly. I don't know how to explain it. But God said this to me. He said, Sean, I want to make you a great and a mighty, mighty man of God. And I heard that and I was like, wow, that's awesome. Thanks, God. But then he said this, that it will be by my hand and my time. So God was basically saying, he's going to do it. I just got to trust him. So I led to I take a big step of faith and I quit my job as a teacher and I started on this road of playing music to share the love of Jesus with kids but do you know what when I started nobody in all of Australia knew who Sean W. Smith was right nobody knew so when I'd call up a school and say do you want me to come I was expecting them to say who are you no we don't want you to come and you know something amazing happens when God puts a passion in your heart to do something God always makes a way. He'll do it. See, the Lord is faithful. He'll do it. And I sent out some emails. And do you know what happened? God blew me away. I had 100 schools and churches around Australia say, you know what? We would love to have you come and speak with our kids and come and play music with our kids and share your love and faith in Christ. Please come. And I was like, whoa, that's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you, God. You're going to do it. And you know what happened? Straight after that, as we went on tour and started playing, I was standing in front of a crowd of about 500 people singing a song. And in the middle of the song, my voice went, ah! and I tried to sing and nothing came out. And I realized I completely lost my voice. And I went to the doctor and he went and got one of those little cameras and he put it up my nose and down my throat. Ooh. And I'm not proud to say that I did faint for a very short period of time. Uh, when I arose, the doctor looked at me. Now remember, I'm tr here I am, doing what I think, doing what I know God's asked me to do. I'm trusting God. I'm putting all these things in place that we've talked about. And I've lost my voice. But I'm like, it's going to be okay. God's in control. It's going to be okay. The doctor's going to say something. He's going to say, no, don't worry about it. It's going to be fixed very, very soon. And the doctor looked at me and he said something I didn't expect to hear. He said, Sean, he said, mate, I've got some really bad news for you. He said, you see, your voice, your vocal cords vibrate together. 
and wind passes over it, and that's where your voice comes from, here in your throat. And he goes, what's happened is you've overused your voice so much as a teacher and singing that your vocal cords are actually bleeding. And uh, he goes, that is not good. And he goes, and the really bad news is you have got what Jimmy Barnes has got, his vocal nodules, which is what makes him sound so hoarse, hoarse and harsh. He goes, unfortunately, he said, these kind of things take a long time to heal. And so he goes, uh, I'm afraid you're not going to be able to actually sing. He goes, he means, I mean, no singing for minimum three, but more likely six months. And when I heard that, my heart that was so full of confidence went, I was like, I don't know what to do. But God, I thought you were going to do this. I, I thought that this is what you want me to do. But you know what happens? God will always send somebody to encourage you and remind you about the things that you've been taught. And I remember all the things that my parents taught me. And I got on the phone with my dad and my dad encouraged me. He said, you know what, Sean? Sometimes speed bumps happen along the road. And it's to test your faith. It's to test whether or not you really know that you are loved by God. Really know that God really will do anything for you. And so we began to speak life and say, you know what? Thank you, God. I don't know why this has happened. But I'm trusting that you're going to heal my voice. I'm trusting that what you've asked me to do hasn't changed. You're going to do it. And so I had to go on two weeks of no talking, dead silence for two weeks. Oh, kids, how you would bless your parents. Two weeks of not a word. I had to write everything down on a piece of paper. If I wanted something, I had to write it down. I went back to the doctor two weeks later, and we're just praying, and we're just speaking life. That verse, death and life are in the power of your tongue, rather than, oh, my voice is, I can't sing anymore. I'm not going to be able to do this, rather than thinking that. I'm like, thank you, God. What did God promise me? He says, he's going to do it by his hand and at his time. So I just held on to that promise. I'm loved by God. God's going to bring healing when its time is right. I went back to the doctor two weeks later for a checkup, and he put the camera up my nose and down my throat. And he sat back, and he looked at me. He said, didn't I only see you like two weeks ago? He goes, I told you you'd have like three to six months, didn't I? He goes, well, you know what? He goes, I can't explain it, mate. But uh, he goes, your vocal cords are completely healed. He said, there's no bleeding. And he goes, what I can't believe is the nodule, your vocal nodules have all gone. He goes, I've never seen that in my life. He goes, they take months. He goes, I, 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 he goes uh, I'm not a religious person, but it's a little bit of a miracle, mate. And I walked out and I just said in my heart, thank you, God, that you are faithful and that you will surely do what you've promised. And I want to encourage you today, kids, God has got great plans for you and they start now while you're this age. Parents, God has wonderful help, wonderful grace for you to raise godly kids because you're precious to him. I wonder, I want to do something a little bit special as we finish this morning. I would love to pray for our kids this morning. Would that be okay? So here's what I'd like to do. Kids, if you'd like to, I would love to pray a blessing over you, if you would allow me. So if you would like me to pray for you this morning, and that's okay, would you do something really brave? Would you stand up for me? Is that all right? Would you stand up so I can pray for you? And if it's okay with you, I would love to ask mums and dads to come this morning and come and stand next to your children. Grandparents, if your children are here, teenage brothers, sisters, come and stand next to your children. And kids, the reason why I want your parents to come is because there's something really special and something really powerful and important when we come together and pray. And maybe if the, the person who is playing keyboard can come and just play a little bit for me, that would be lovely. How cool. So special. Family, so precious to God. Every single one of you. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray that God is going to, number one, help your mom and dad 
to raise you in God's amazing ways. And number two, we're going to pray that God is going to help show you the amazing gifts that he's put in your heart. Who wants to know what God's gifted you at? Yeah? Who want to know what God's made you for, what God's purpose for you is? We're going to pray that God's going to show you and help you this morning, okay? So will you do something? Will you close your eyes with me as we pray? And I want you to just think about God's great love for you as we pray. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you this morning for your amazing love for every single child here today. God, I thank you that every one of them is known and loved by you. There is not one single child here today that, God, you don't know, that you don't see, that you didn't put together, that you haven't got a wonderful and a perfect plan for. God, I thank you that children, teenagers, young adults are precious to your heart. God, I thank you, Lord, for every parent here this morning, God. I know the desire that children to grow in your ways. I know the desire to have amazing children, God, that would love you, that would know who they are, who would know their purpose, and who would have joy, would have joy and peace no matter what they go through. Father, we commit them to you today. Father, we thank you, and we're believing in faith and in confidence that, God, you're going to give these parents grace, God, and wisdom to help raise their children. God, would you help us? Would you help us to raise your kids, Lord, in the way that you want? Lord, we thank you. We thank you today, God, for these people. Who, God, would be willing to lay their children before you. God, I give you these young men. May you make them strong, confident, young men of God, strong and willing to stand for you, precious women, young girls, God, who would love you. God, I pray would you would reveal God, your giftings that you put on these children, God. I pray you'd show them what you've gifted them at, God, that you would help them, God, to use their gifts to love one another, to serve their friends. God, I pray your favor, your favor on every single one of these children. God, that their friends would see something in them. God, I'm not just asking a nice prayer. I'm speaking, God, your blessing and your favor over them, God. Lord, their fear their friends would see, God, there is something unique, something special, something that they don't have, that they have. It's called the joy of the Lord. It's called your spirit inside of them, God. Never too young, never too young. I speak out the gifts in these young men, in these young women. And God, we thank you today, God, that these children are precious before you. God, bless every family, bless every home, cover them with health, cover them, God, with all that they need. We commit them to you today. And we thank you, Father, for your great love in this place. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.